Okay. Well, we'll do this then. And then I'm going to go make some cinnamon rolls. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> we have sourdough starter from my cousin. Mm-hmm. And she made cinnamon rolls the day after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that were like a sourdough cinnamon mm-hmm. roll that was so good. Mm-hmm. Because it was like not sweet at right, all. Right, right. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's my plan. Anyway, okay. So Esther, yes. What's the game plan for today? We are going to review Lucky Potion Oracle because your computer hates us. It and does. My computer hates everything. <laughs> that part of your recording <laughs> did not get saved last week. I know. But we love Richard and we freaking love this deck. And so now it's just going to be part of our bonus content uh, episode on the feed. Yeah, and I feel like it's appropriate that it gets its own little showcase because it deserves it. Sure, that's, that's why. why we, we totally planned this. The universe helped us plan yeah, this. Yeah, this was 100% on purpose. <laughs> so, but anyway, I really am excited to talk about it again because I always like a chance to play with this deck. Yes. It's super, super unique, and I'm excited to review it again with you. Yay. Okay, so this week we're talking about the Lucky Potion Oracle from Odd Mix Market. And Richard says about his deck, from the creator of Oddity Tarot comes a 44-card guidance deck exploring a mysterious dream world filled with potions and magic. If you're a fan of tarot decks, oracle cards, dice rolling, incredible art, or just a unique way to experience guidance and self-reflection, you'll love the Lucky Potion Oracle. You could use the cards intuitively or use this very unique mechanism. Uh, That's not actually what it says, but the gist is the same. A dice and a decision. Each card contains a different potion bottle with a crystal stopper. Decide if you want to drink the potion yourself, share it, or throw it. If you need help deciding, roll the special six-sided die included in each set. Then find the vivid interpretations by author Judy Black. And we love this deck. Yes. Because, just like as a little bit of background before we get to our general impressions and vibes, uh, Richard is like a friend of ours. Yeah. We've become friends over many months. We've become friends. Many moons. Yeah. He sent me a, uh, like, original sort of, like, tentative version of this deck to see how it worked. He the first person who sent us a deck, who sent you specifically a deck after the podcast. Was it kind of like a... I think so. Yeah. It's been months, because that happened, I think, in, like, May, May, I want to say. Yeah. (laughs) And no one ever sends us decks to review. And so, yeah, know, like Toss was like, hey, Holly, can you blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He was like, do you want to play around with this one? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Are you freaking kidding me? And then I did like a whole long story on my Instagram stories. And that was 26 weeks ago. So whenever 26 <laughs> weeks ago was. Who's pregnant? Tell us who's pregnant at 26 weeks at this very moment. Let uh, us yeah, know you, when your conception date you, was. <laughs> yeah, that'll be more helpful. I just, like, for all of Instagram's strengths and weaknesses, I think that that's one of the things that drives me the most crazy <laughs> is that in the stories, it doesn't tell you the actual date, date you posted them, just how long ago it was, yeah. which, how long ago was 26 weeks ago well, anyway? I, I'm very much... Did I, <gasps> don't make me do mad no. Well, I'm very much with Aaron from Heaving Bosoms. Like six and a half Just months. tell me the months. Not even months. Like, yeah. once you get to a certain point, like 24 months, like, I don't care anymore. So. Yeah. Like, I think it. it was six and a half months okay. ago. That sounds right, right? Because there's four times Yes, six. which would make it May-ish. Yeah, so right around May. Cool, that's actually right around my birthday. Hey. Uh, but anyway, so I have been, like, playing with it since then yeah. <laughs> because I'm so obsessed. It's so unique and special. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really special deck. And I I think I, would, I raved a lot more enthusiastically in our original episode because I totally, like, fangirled 
over Richard because, like, this deck is, like, meticulously planned out. All the details are absolutely perfect. He sent a handwritten card with, with like, a little eyeball illustration with a Kickstarter. The box is a... The box is incredible. Okay, everyone knows that I throw away the boxes. Yes, Esther cannot hold on to a box. I will have, like, a miniature rant about tomorrow's deck. Miniature. Very miniature. Because... Oh, yeah, because it's such a huge deck. It's just a, a ridiculous box. But this box is... Like slimline, so well planned. So well planned. Yeah, Everything it has exactly perfectly. the space. Yeah, so there's like no excess space no. at all. It just works, and it's lush, and it somehow fits a freaking die yes. and a pad and a book and a deck, and it's like still like an inch and a half thick yeah. and maybe six inches wide, and it's just so it cool. Is, it's so yeah. like unique and. Interesting. I love it. And his next deck is uh, also going to be awesome. The Exquisite Familiars deck where there's kind of like this methodology of pulling a front half of the card and a back half of the card and creating a familiar. And then like the book is going to be about sort of like creating lore and affirmations based on the front end of an animal, of a mythical animal and the back end (laughs) of a mythical animal, which is just so fun and adorable. I honestly think Richard has like the most brilliant genius brain in tarot and oracles right now. Like I think so too. He's just so on the forefront of like innovation with, you know, combining not only like the D&D dice sort of thing, but also like the front and the back half is just genius. And I'm just like in awe every time he posts like a new yeah, idea. Yeah, because I think that it's just a really creative and unique way of looking at how we use cards. So like saying, you know, it's, we don't, I don't need to have, and this is the, oh my God, this is the part that I'm most upset about us losing because do you remember how I did the math? Yes. You did. 44 times three in my head and got it right. It's the only only thing she remembers from that whole entire section, but she got math right, you guys. I don't remember anything else I said (laughs) except for that. I was like, oh yeah, 132 different meanings. (laughs) Just like whipped it out of nowhere, you guys. The math, the math that's been lost. <laughs> but I did witness it, so I will fess up and say that I got the math yeah, wrong. Like, I did like 122, I think is what I said. You got 122, I got 132, yeah. and I was like, oh no, I totally fucked that up. But I did <laughs> it. Didn't. I'm so proud. Anyway, but I think that that's a component of what makes this so interesting. Like his brain was like, okay, so we can have three separate meanings for each card. How are we going to determine which of those meanings you use? Mm-hmm. With a die. So instead of having to do 132 different cards, he just did 44 and had each card have a dynamic meaning. And having it be so interactive, like making it so that the different options are drink, share, or throw Mm -hmm. feels so accurate if you're in this like hall of weird potions. Yes. And I totally just held my breath through that whole section of you trying to do the math and explain the process. So... (laughs) Bravo, Holly, for not fucking it up. (laughs) I'm feeling so much more prepared for today than I was for yesterday because yesterday was just a nightmare of a day. Like, just work stuff. It wasn't anything, like, personally that should have made my day so hard. But But I just was, like, totally underprepared. I was telling our friend Jenny from uh, Who Made Lebo Montero, like, you want to talk about imposter syndrome. Try... Having an actual job that you're really good at for six years, and then one day you just forget every single thing about it. And you're like, what 
happened? This is something I know how to do. Like stage fright, but like on a molecular level. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I just like, I forgot that there was a thing happening. I forgot that I needed to be there for it. I forgot where it was. I forgot what I needed to do to prepare for it. It was like 15 minutes of me, me, you've seen me literally running all over my college campus. Oh no. You had like one of my friends who's uh, like assistant vice provost skyped me uh-huh. later in the day and was like, were you giving a tour earlier? And I was like, if it looked like I was calm enough to be giving a tour, then good fucking job to me because I was actually running around like a chicken with its head cut off. You had like Thanksgiving amnesia where everything was wiped from your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like pre Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. Well, and actually not to bring the mood down, but this is, that's what 2019 has been for me originally I was going, I had it on my calendar to prepare and do everything on Wednesday Oh yeah, before Thanksgiving. But then I ended up taking Wednesday off because my parents had to put down my dog right. who I really thought not, not Mac, my childhood dog. And by childhood dog, I mean my twenties dog, <laughs> but I was very bonded to him. They had to put him down on Tuesday night. And so I was like too much of a mess to go to work on Wednesday. And that just threw off everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Otis. No, <laughs> Otis. That was the thing he took with him was your mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otis was supposed to be immortal. I'm still pretty disappointed that he isn't. Yeah. But it's okay. What are you going to do? Dogs are the best. Are. Uh, our friend Kylie sent us a bunch of, sent me a bunch of like dog listings in my parents' area. <laughs> And I started sending them to him, sending them to my like family group message. Yeah. And my dad was like, if you don't stop sending us pictures of dogs, I'm going to take away your phone, <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh so hard because I'm 32 years old and I have not had a phone that he's been in charge of for like over, well over a decade. Well, that and like usually it's like a 15 year old kid that bugs their dad like to get a dog. But you're 32. I'm 32. I'm like, somebody get this dog. Hey. Can we have this dog down? One of them was a Corgi Lab oh Mix, Esther. Like a big fucking Ugh. egg and short little legs. I can already envision it. Yes, you know how <laughs> yes. much I love that style of dog, which is actually very similar to Exquisite Familiars, the deck that... Way to bring <laughs> it around, Holly. That. Way to bring it around. I know. So- I can be a pro at this, even if my actual job is struggling. <laughs> anyway, so general impressions and vibes, we've already definitely talked about this, but I think that the vibe is... Like almost sci-fi, yes. like fun fantasy sci-fi. Like you feel like you're stepping into this cool experience because the writing is so the writing is interesting perfect. and beautiful. Yeah. yeah, like Judy Black is amazing. Like the ability to take like a narrative and insert like I usually can't insert myself into a narrative very easily. Like when I read romance novels, I never picture myself as the heroine or the hero. Oh, at me all. neither. Because it just it just <laughs> never happens. But this, I'm able to yeah. like immerse myself in the world, and then like everything, like the meanings themselves are just so personal. And I just love the way that the book is written. Yeah, the colors are also really cool because oh, that was one of the things that we did last time we recorded it. We kind of talked about the actual cards themselves. So it's generally grayscale. Yes. Um, Richard is a anatomical illustrator. And so I think, do think that that kind of comes through. Like it's very grayscale, strong black lines, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera. But then each of the card has sort of a pop of color in the potion itself. 
And the potions themselves are organized into the elements. Yes. So, hold on. Let me get to that part of the book. Obviously, water, wind, earth, and fire. But the colors aren't like traditional elemental colors. That's a good point. So, the water is obviously blue. Fire is purple. But then the earth and the wind are like also blues and greens. Yes. Did I get that well, right? Well, it's like a... One's like a... Soft mint green and one's like more of like an earth green. The air is more of like yeah. a minty green. And the, oh, I guess they are both. And the earth is green. more of like a darker earth Like green. a moss. Yes, thank you. Moss, moss green. green. Thank you. <laughs> I'm reaching for all the greens here. It's a point set of like, green. What are other types green. of green? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was explaining to somebody the bathroom we just, or the color we just painted our downstairs bathroom. And I was like, it's kind of like tennis court green. <laughs> Which makes it sound so much worse than it, it actually so is. I've seen the color. It's gorgeous, but it sounds so horrible. <laughs> well, and then the person that I was describing it to was like, oh, you mean like British sporting green? And I was like, yes, yes exactly. <laughs> no, I have a natural Thank you for putting that, that into words. sound weird. <laughs> like tennis court green? I don't know. But anyway, so I'm going to read the introduction, even though some of this is stuff that we've already talked about. But I think that it kind of like puts a little bit more of the structure oh, yes. into into like better words yes. than what I can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am super great at this, obviously. So amazing. <laughs> these are your Lucky Potion Oracle Guidance Cards. As you prepare to use these cards, picture yourself in an alchemist lab. Shelves of bottles line the walls in front of you. Each bottle is different. Every shape, color, and size you can imagine sits within your grasp. Looking around the room, you see the elements of earth, water, wind, and fire all contained here in these glass vials. A sense of confidence and hope hope fills you as you inhale the rich scent of magic and know that in this lab, you can find an answer. Focus on your question, problem, or situation as you begin to shuffle the cards. Let your desire for guidance fill your body and flow into the cards. Give the cards a chance to respond to your request. You'll know when this moment has happened. When you pull a card from the deck, look at the potion you've drawn and let your intuition guide you. In this alchemist lab, you select a glass bottle with your answers. Will you drink it, share it, or throw it? This is a guidance book to offer you the directions on how you may want to interpret the potions. Included in your oracle set is a special six-sided die. If you need help deciding what to do with your potion, roll the die and refer to the written guidance in the handbook. The Lucky Potion Oracle deck can be used on its own or as an extra modifier for your favorite tarot decks, which hopefully include the Oddity Tarot, (laughs) which is also still available. It is. Second edition. Exactly. Um, And that was a Kickstarter last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's also exciting. It is. Okay. So what types of readings have you used this card for? Okay. I used it for my Snake Oracle a couple weeks ago, but also as um, closing cards for a reading, because I always like you know, we always kind of like to wrap it up with the Oracle card sometimes or things like that. So usually I just think it's really fun to draw a card and then read the like short synopsis and then roll the die and then read the, um, like, yeah, like longer, the, the direction the down version. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. More condensed. Yeah. I don't want to say condensed the more personalized version, whether you throw it. Well, toss- and I think that the, I think that the, like the action, the dice actions also do have more of like a, here's what you should be doing or thinking yes. or whatever. Yes. So it's, it is a little bit more direction oriented, even if they're not like explicitly like, here's a step you need to make for. Make yes. To- yes. So it's what? nice to kind you of need to make to take what <laughs> you need to Take to move forward. There you go. Hester. You did it. I, Otis needs to give you back his, your brain. 
Oh, maybe I Otis know. was your brain. Are you sure Otis is not your brain? Otis was my Otis was my everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was anywhere between 14 and infinity years old. So he had a very good long life. He did. And I think that his consciousness has just been transferred to some other creature. And not you. He t- it took it away from and you. Prob- yeah, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or the fact that it's 530 on a Tuesday. I mean, anything is possible at this moment. There's just no way to know. But yeah, I like that when you get to the die aspect, there's always like a moving forward momentum going on. Yeah, exactly. And obviously that's something that we care about a ton because we talk about it all the time. It's so important to us. Yes. All right. So, and I also have mostly just used this for like individual card drawing readings Mm -hmm. because I want to really like devote the time and sort of mental energy to getting the most out of each card rather than just sort of like skipping through them. But I do think that if you wanted to pull a whole bunch and not use the book, they all are oh, have yeah, the straightforward keywords. So you could really easily do a spread and just be like, okay. Like protection, memory, and vision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they are straightforward enough to do that. But because I know how much work has gone into the book and yes. how much I love that, I always want to maybe spend a little bit more time on it. Yes, yes. I agree. Uh, what are your favorite cards? I remember from last time that we had a lot of overlap. We did. I chose the same exact five cards because I blissfully remembered the same exact cards that I chose last time. <laughs> I always take a picture of my favorite cards while we're recording. Oh. So I still have it. Okay. Well, I, I, I believe I still have fought the five that I chose last week. So I love respect because of the skulls that are on there. And you can tell with like the detail in the skulls about that. His artistry is just so on point yeah. and it's just beautiful and respect. Super accurate skull. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Doogie's like deciding to climb under my desk. So just a moment. Doogie. He's like, I would like to be on your lap if at all possible. Yes. Okay. You going to settle in? You going to settle down? Okay. I think he's, he's settled. Okay. His arms are okay. He's now laying on a bunch of tarot boxes. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure it's not comfortable. But he does not care. His love knows no bounds. <laughs> true. He will be uncomfortable as possible. He'll make me uncomfortable as possible. Okay. My next <laughs> card. <laughs> my next card is opulence. You own everything because. I love that card. It's just like this one-eyed moth with these gems on it. And it's just so beautiful. And I figured, I think we figured out last week that most of my choices are all air suit cards which yeah i didn't realize because usually like in tarot i'm not like an air suit person typically so it's just interesting and then paradox the art is just gorgeous there's like pictures with i pictures think that's and so pictures fun. Yeah. and like just the detail that goes into that is beautiful and of course i love like a good paradox kind of card so like hmm this is interesting it makes things <laughs> very interesting and then impossible was the card that you drew for me from the like the first time you yeah, got the deck. Yeah, when I did the walkthrough. I just love the flying pig and the unicorn that's inside the potion. It's just amazing and beautiful and I love it. And there's like a geode <laughs> in his tummy and it's just so cute. <laughs> and then my last favorite one is mischief and it has an octopus like I love it because I first of all, I love octopus. Like the animal. Yes, me too. They are so cool They're and so smart. cool. And they're delicious, but they're cool. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I love, like, watching videos of them, like, getting out of their tanks or getting out of boats. Because they can, like, literally squeeze through, like, the smallest little hole. 
like their whole entire yeah. body. Anything that is the same width as their beak, they can squeeze through. So it just like, so I love this mischief card because it, it's just like a bunch of octopus tentacles coming out of this bottle and just mischief. I mean, I mean, I like seven of swords is like, they are so mischievous. So it's mischievous. Have you, I love it. Have you read about the one that would squirt streams of water at the light that was keeping it up at night? Yes. Yes. I it's love so them so much. Just to short circuit it. Yes. <laughs> what dicks? I love well, them. I love They're the so one that was at the aquarium and would often get out. So they have to go like shut down the whole entire aquarium to find this octopus because he refused to stay in his cage and they weren't sure how he was getting out. <laughs> like it just cracks me up. These They're just like, uh, I don't have time for your bullshit. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm noping out of here, thing. you guys. Like I don't care what you yeah, do, like exactly. you're saying. <laughs> exactly. It's so great. So yeah, those are all uh, of my cards that, um, that I just love from this deck. I mean, I love the whole entire deck, but these are the ones that are like my desert island cards yeah totally i have six and uh four of them are earth which probably doesn't oh, surprise anybody <laughs> so but one of them is mischief also because i just love that card so much i also really love creation because that's the one that looks like a bunch of sperms oh yes <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard yes uh i also really like necessity because there aren't a ton of hands on these cards mm-hmm. necessity has hands holding this like really pretty bottle with what in the hell yeah there you go yes yes yes. i have a new computer and so my camera's in a different spot i'm having to adjust (laughs) i also really like cube luck because there's like a victory crown and i think that it's just a really interesting image the growth card i super love, I love that one it has mushrooms you showed it to me last week and i love that one I'm, i yeah on, I was like, and Pick. it's also the sticker that came with it and that's on my water bottle mm-hmm. and yours too my I saw coffee you thermos yeah my, my little coffee thermos. oh your coffee thermos yeah it's just so i just love mushrooms so much yeah. and so i like it when mushrooms are the growth thing because i think that like The symbolism of the growth coming from some, like, just like when we were talking about the tower and the herb crafters hero, I just love using mushrooms as a symbol of growth because it's like, yeah, something has to be decomposing in order for growth to happen. Yeah. And then lastly, the tradition card, because it has like a bonsai and the glass has been sort of warped to Mm -hmm. fit. The bonsai, I like the that. tree kept growing so and good. the glass kept growing around it. And it just is so neat and so cool looking. And I'm super into it. It really is. So I think we should pull cards for our relationships with the deck. And then we can kind of illustrate what the procedure looks like. Yes. Uh, and choose or shuffle the die and like read both sections of the Right, card. right. Okay. It also is a square deck, which I think, like, you can go on our Instagrams to see pictures of it. But that's a really cool thing. I don't have a lot of square decks. I don't either. I like this size, actually. Especially, like, preferred to round decks around this size. Because round decks, like, just look like, um, cup plate. Wait. What? Not cup holders. Yeah. Nope. Coasters. Coasters. (laughs) (laughs) took us dear listener i've probably edited out the whole 20 seconds it took us to think of the word coasters <laughs> you better not you better not <laughs> the awkward silence where everyone's like are they okay did their brain <laughs> no where explode? everyone is like it's coasters you giant idiots <laughs> okay We're like i was like yeah sure cup holders works for me i don't know <laughs> the funny thing is i drew the card memory <laughs> thanks for mocking me richard thanks <laughs> 
I love it. Oh, that's hilarious. And I got protection. Okay. So from so I drew the card memory, and then I usually, right after I draw the card, I will roll the die. Oh, okay. Okay, and I got throw it. So I'll read the first little small, like, introduction to memory, and then read the throw it section. Okay. Okay. Oh, I just figured out how we can get the dice to have sound. Oh. Ooh. Shake it in the box. Ooh. Foley. I'm a Foley artist. You know how I love Foley. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So memory. Your hand moves with the weight of a memory you can only vaguely recall. I mean, this was like two seconds ago. <laughs> Reaching to the back corner of a dusty shelf, your fingers brush against a glass bottle shaped like the flickering edges of a fire. Inside a small match, it ignites at your touch. Memories are powerful and frightening, but you hold so much knowledge in the history you carry with it. Let the past help light the way forward. And then I rolled throw it, so I will read the throw okay. it section. The weight of this potion nearly crushes your hand as you throw it far from your body. Shattering it on the ground, the single flame within ignites on the liquid splattered across the ground. In the light of the fire, you see your way forward. You do not have to carry your past mistakes with you. Learn from them. Let go and step into your bright new future. Dang, girl. I know. That could be like about this episode itself. It's very, very, (laughs) yes, very much so. Wow. (laughs) Uh, It's just such a strong deck. It is. And I got protection, which says, high on the shelf, a clustering of gems supports several egg-shaped potions filled with a glowing green liquid. Huddled together with the nest of gems to protect them, the potions are safe and whole, but the nature of a potion is to be used to leave the nest. Your ideas are vast and powerful, but to make an impact on the world, you must leave the safety of the nest. And I got drink. And it says, taking one of the egg-like bottles from the nest, you uncork the top and take a long drink. As the liquid hits your tongue, feathery wings sprout from your shoulders. With a single flap of your new wings, you soar into the air, looking down on all of your problems that threaten to weigh you down. From this new vantage point, the answers are clear and you know what you need to do. Hmm. Which is great about my sort of reset and not letting this week be feel like yes. it was as bananas, bananas as, as the yesterday first day. was. Exactly. It does exactly. not define your whole entire week at all. Uh, I just love this deck so I much. Do too. I literally carried it with me for like two whole weeks after I got it. Did you get it soaking wet at a concert? No, or? I did not. <laughs> I did not go to any concerts. So we should Problem ask. Uh, we should ask Jenna if she can make a waterproof, waterproof bags <laughs> for Moonlit Fay. <laughs> yes, please, Jenna, save me from myself. <laughs> because I know that once I get the Muse Tarot bag, that Muse Tarot is going to go in there and it's going to stay in my. Because right now it stays in my purse all the time in the in the cardboard box so, oh my god yeah because i carried it around with me everywhere so yeah well and you have a backup copy just in case yes, just i in just case. sent 13 pounds <laughs> of books and decks to you yesterday so <laughs> oh my goodness i couldn't even use my kitchen scale which i normally use for shipping stuff i had to go get an actual scale <laughs> an actual scale that's what i was wondering i was like Oh, I wonder, like, she said she had to go to the post office because it was too big to put in her mailbox to send out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. But normally, like, with our decks, Mm -hmm. they're in, like, the small flat rate shipping boxes. And so that you can slide them into a, like, post office mailbox. So you don't have to actually wait for them to be open because you can just go where the, like, uh, PO boxes are and just put it into the box there. 
But because your box was so giant, that wasn't going to work. So I had to go, which is part of the reason why I was late to work and part of the reason that all of this chaos started. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's not your fault at all. It's totally 100% my fault. And also it does make up for yesterday a little bit because I did get a ton of stuff done. Yeah. Like before work. So it's okay. It's a new week. It works out. It's a Tuesday. I keep, I'm getting all of these Kickstarter decks this week. Like it's crazy. I've gotten three so far since last Thursday. Wow. So that's always fun. That is fun. And that's not including green glyphs, which I think I should be getting soon. I know. Oh, I guess we need to end this episode, huh? Well, I was like, well, that's our show. Tomorrow's <laughs> episode will include yeah, the Lenormand exactly. review that we had initially planned for this week. Yeah, tomorrow we will have a regular episode with regular questions, a deck review that will get saved. We will be so incredibly I, I've sure been of eyeballing these my levels the entire time. It's not your fault, girlfriend. Don't even worry. It was just a weird freak thing. Oh, no, no. But yes, we will have a regular episode tomorrow. Yes. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Because we got questions. Yeah. And also, Esther and I got to see each other twice in one week, which is always fun. I love seeing you. And we got to spend more time talking about Richard and how much we love him. So we love you, Richard. We do love you (laughs) so, so, so much. You're the best. Also, guys, his name is Richard Howdy, which is just the coolest. It's the, it's the most adorable name I've ever heard in my entire life. I know. And he has this adorable family and he posts stuff on Instagram and I'm it's like, so I love you. I know. It's so amazing. <laughs> anyway, we'll stop have a great growing. day. We love you. <laughs> and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes. Go forth and tarot wildly. <laughs> At least for another 24 hours. We love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>